Welcome to the Story Walk, a podcast by storytellers for storytellers. And we hope that means you. Whether you identify as a storyteller with a capital S, or if you just like to tell stories in your work, say as a teacher, librarian, counsellor or community leader. And not forgetting, if you're a parent or a grandparent, looking to share stories and values with your family. And since the Story Walk is presented by Feast, the Federation of Asian Storytellers, our focus is on sharing Asian stories and celebrating tellers from the Philippines in the East to Turkey in the West and countless storytelling communities that lie in between. This is your host, Ritu Vesh. Welcome to Episode 8 of Story Walk Podcast. In Episode 7, we gave you a glimpse of Week 1 of Feast Fest 2021. Time for a sneak peek into week two, which starts on the 21st of October. The excitement around the fest has been skyrocketing. And I can't help myself from reiterating the incredible spread of the fest. We are fortunate to have 60 unique themes, 51 shows in 24 languages from 23 countries. All of this is online. And the whole fest will be run from the 15th to 31st of October. We really hope you can join. It's a feast, it's a fest, story celebration. Time to tell you stories that are distinctly Asian. It's a feast, it's a fest. It's a complete treat to our eyes or should I say senses? for not only storytellers, but story lovers, both young and old. There is something for everyone in this fest. And to help you navigate this buffet better, the fest has three streams. The multilingual stream, the kids stream, and the adult stream. The multilingual stream of the fest has stories being told in a variety of ways from solo mother tongue to bilingual and even multilingual. Why don't we experience a multilingual story from two of our producers, Roger Jenkins and Shireen Saif. They have been very kind to share a bilingual story for our listeners, The Pot of Wisdom. It's a feast, it's a fest, story Hello, I'm Roger Jenkins and my language is English. Namaste, Shireen Hindi So, it's appropriate. Our story comes from India. Bilkul. So long ago that even I wasn't born. Yes, he was so wise, he was a guru. दूर दूर से लोग उनके आश्रम उनसे अपनी परेशानियों का हल जाने के लिए आते थे. Many people came. From the north and the south. The people shared their problems and wanted the benefit of his wisdom. Guruji, Guruji And as she sat and listened to the Guru, this disciple was puzzled. Because the Guru always responded to the people's problems by telling them a story. 
वो अक्सर सोचती गुरुजी हमेशा कहानियां क्यों सुनाते हैं वो सीधा सीधा लोगों को अपनी परेशानियों का हल क्यों नहीं बता देते सो वन डे आफ्टर द लास्ट गेस्ट्स हैड गॉन फ्रॉम द आश्रम द डिसाइपल आस्क्ड द गुरु गुरुजी आप लोगों को कहानियां क्यों सुनाते हैं व्हाई डू आई टेल पीपल स्टोरीज जी गुरुजी अपना ज्ञान उनसे बांटकर उनकी समस्याओं का सीधा हल उन्हें क्यों नहीं बता देते Oh, you think I should simply give people my wisdom? Hmm. Tell them what to do and what not to do? जी गुरुजी, जो पहले से ही परेशान हैं, उन्हें और उलझन में डालने का क्या फायदा? Hmm. Why do I tell stories? That's an interesting question. But you know, I am thirsty. कहानियाँ सुना सुना कर प्यास लगाई गुरुजी. <laughs> yes, telling so many stories. प्लीज ब्रिंग मी सम वॉटर जी गुरु जी ऐसा कहकर वो शिष्या आश्रम की रसोई में गई और सुंदर से एक प्याले में ठंडा ताजा पानी भरकर गुरु जी के लिए ले आई सुन शी रिटर्न फ्रॉम द किचन विद अ पॉट फिल्ड विद कूल फ्रेश वॉटर एंड शी ऑफर्ड द पॉट टू द गुरु गुरु जी ने प्याला तो लिया लेकिन पानी नहीं पिया द गुरु टुक द पॉट बट ही डिडंट ड्रिंक Now he was the one who was puzzled. सवाल भरी निगाहों से उन्होंने शिष्या की ओर देखा और पूछा तुमने मुझे ये प्याला क्यों दिया वाई हैव यू ब्रॉट मी अ पॉट आई ओनली आस्ट फॉर वॉटर पर गुरु जी प्याले के बगैर मैं पानी कैसे लाती एग्जैक्टली यू नीडेड द पॉट टू कैरी द वॉटर सो यू कुड शेयर इट विद मी अब वो समझी कहानी एक प्याला है और ज्ञान उसमें भरा हुआ पानी हम्म हाउ कैन वी शेयर विजडम इफ वी डू नॉट हैव समथिंग इन विच वी कैन कैरी इट एक कहानी यस अ स्टोरी और इस तरह पानी और प्याले की कहानी सुनाकर गुरु ने शिष्य को अपनी बात समझाई Shireen and I hope that you will share the stories that you hear on the Story Walk. Gyan baatiye, kahaniyan baatiye aur ek dusre ki kahaniyon se seekhte rahiye. Share the wisdom and let us learn from one another's tales. Thank you for listening. Saath bane rehne ke liye shukriya. Alvida. That was amazing. Thanks Roger and Shireen. Now that's a taste of what to expect in the multilingual stream. but that's not all we have sessions curated in only mother tongue languages like japanese bahasa malayu mandarin bahasa indonesia korean and a multitude of indian languages we also have exciting polyglot stories that are a mishmash of several languages you may be thinking what if we don't know the language well there'll be subtitles so that you can follow along and enjoy the multilingual stream of week 2 starts with the polyglot party this includes stories in 12 languages with regional songs traversing across asia we'll continue through asia with a segment from our malaysian and singaporean tellers called kisha kisha lucha you'll laugh out loud and as we all know Humor is a perfect elixir to relieve stress. Then 
we hop over to India for our next segment, the Indian language platter. We'll feast our senses on the flavors of diverse Indian culture, music, and history. Following this, we'll have stories from the land of morning calm. Yes, I'm talking about Korea. Let's not forget, history is full of female role models. To celebrate them, we'll share Indian stories of she heroes in Hindi in a segment aptly named Sheroes. Since we are still talking about the multilingual stream, we'll celebrate four languages from the Philippines in the segment Mindanao. Then we'll head back to India for the last segment where Tanners will take us to South of India and soak us in the flavors of Tamil Nadu. Does one need any more reasons to attend the multilingual stream? Guess not. So book your tickets today. We all know kids and stories are inseparable. And the kids stream at the fest is for kids, of course, and their families too. These are amazing stories in a variety of styles and they'll all be in English. Before I tell you about the various segments in the kids' stream, how about I share a story from Malaysia? Mouse deer and it's crocodile. I am quick and smart as I can be. Try and try, but you can't catch me. The mouse deer had just tricked the tiger earlier that day and was happily singing his song as he walked beside the river. While singing, he suddenly stopped as he saw a large variety of delicious fruits and vegetables and roots and shoots across the river. That made his mouth water. But to reach those delicious fruits and vegetables, the mouse deer had to cross the river. And the river was very difficult to cross as it had crocodiles. The mouse deer was terrified of these crocodiles and didn't want to be their breakfast for sure. Being clever that he was, he got an idea. He called out, Crocodile! Crocodile rose from the water. Hello, greetings mouse deer. Have you come to be my breakfast? Oh, not today, crocodile. I have orders from the king. He wants me to count all the crocodiles in this part of the river as he's throwing a big party and wants to know the exact number of all the animal guests. The king! A party! said the crocodile with a sparkle in his eyes. Tell us, tell us what to do. You must line up from this side of the river to the other side so that I can count how many invites the king has to send. Delighted at the prospect of being invited to the king's party, the crocodile called all his friends and family and lined them up across the river. Well, the mouse deer knew his plan was working. He jumped onto the first crocodile's back. One, he jumped to the next crocodile. Two, and the next, three. Mouse deer kept jumping 
till he jumped off on the other side of the river. How many are there? called out the crocodile. Just enough, said the mouse deer smiling. And all are silly. The mouse deer jumped around and enjoyed all the fruits and vegetables and shoots and roots on the other side. Once again, the mouse deer tricked another animal bigger than him. And he went off singing his song. I am quick and smart as I can be. Try and try, but you can't catch me. Story celebration. Now for the kids stream of the week two, which starts with stories from Feast's anthology, Splish Splash Splash, which are Asian folktales about water. The storytellers will certainly soak us in water. So don't forget your swimsuit. <laughs> I mean, enjoy virtual splashing with our tellers. Moving on are stories with props. Props can be anything used to aid in telling of a story. So do check out this segment where magic will be created by the tellers using props ranging from pencil to paper to flannel board and even your own bodies. So don't miss it. Story For the next segment, let me first ask you a riddle. Birbal was challenged by Akbar to write something on a wall that would make a happy person sad and a sad person happy. What did Birbal write? Any guesses? Well, Birbal wrote, your present state of mind will soon change. Such riddles are a part and parcel of Riptickling Birbal and Tenali Raman stories. These are being brought to our young audience by the accomplished quintet at the Feast Fest 2021. We have with us today Soumya Srinivasan, Prakriti Agarwal, Nandita Sankaran, Richa Sinha and Poonam Joshi. And they are here with us to give some insights into Bright Birbal and Tactful Tenali segment that will be live on 26th of October from 7 to 8 p.m. Singapore time. Hello, fellow storytellers. Welcome to Story Walk podcast. I love the name Bright Birbal and Tactful Tenali. But what intrigues me is, how did you come up with the idea of pairing one gesture from the north of India and the other from the south? And that's my very first question to you. Hey Ritu, I'll take this one. Sure, Nandita. Yeah, so uh, all of us have heard of many stories about wise and these witty people all around the world. And uh, India, being such a diverse country, we also have many of these wise men, right? So we thought, why not have stories from the north and south since we five tellers also come from the north and south of India. So we thought, you know, it would be fun to get these two gestures together and weave stories around them. Also, you see, they have a lot of overlapping stories, a lot of similar stories because these people have faced similar situations during their times. So if you want to have a lot of fun, do join us on the 26th of October at the Feast Fest 2021. 
and these are traditional tales that many of us in India are very familiar with. Are you giving them a twist or presenting them in a different way at the fest? So let me take that, uh, Ritu. Of course, Soumya. To answer your question, these are traditional tales. And we have picked up stories that have come down, handed down to us from generation to generation. And very fact that we are performing it now in these times, it becomes contemporary because we have made it our own and we've contemporized it. To add to that, each of these stories have a manner of a presentation that we have made it unique. Like the first story is a skit form where we're all playing characters and we're going to enact it like a play. The second story is in a tandem form, which is also a contemporary style of presentation. The third story is what we are all really looking forward to for there is an unexpected twist and it is a story that is going to make you stretch your imagination and squeeze your creative juices. So don't miss out on the entire show and especially the last one. Wow! Tandem stories and stories as skits need a lot of coordination, which is normally very difficult. And I'm sure it must have been more difficult practicing virtually. So, for the benefit of our listeners, could you please share how did you rehearse and how will you perform this program? I'll take this one. I was waiting for such a question. Thank you, Ritu, for asking this. Well, as you are aware, the recent pandemic has been a great teacher and all of us have learned how to connect virtually, which was earlier just considered as a fad. So we had fun practices and long discussions and sometimes maybe from the kitchen or sometimes even late night. And it was only possible because we were doing it online. Although we have not met in person, but it feels like we know each other from ages, like in bonding and we are pals now. Of course, uh, we will be performing on Zoom and WhatsApp. These have been our bridges to connect with each other as partners. Of course, where there's a will, there is a way. And we have put in a lot of effort. So I hope you will enjoy as much we have while preparing it. Thank you. You nailed it, Richa. And I'm sure you'll also agree that despite the pandemic, Feast has taken this humongous task of conducting the Feast Fest, which in itself is a perfect example of where there is a will, there is a way. It's so heartwarming that the Fest is helping us all develop strong friendships along with great experiences. I have seen you all perform and you all have different storytelling styles. What have been the highlights of your collaboration? So I will take this one. You're welcome, Poonam. Hmm. So now that you've already mentioned, we all have very different styles and we belong to different parts of the country. But whenever different people come together, I think something magical happens. And that's exactly what happened when we all came together. Somya brought all the music and rhythm in the stories. Prakriti had her wit with all those riddles for children and she will interact with everyone, be it a child or an adult. And we have Richa. She lends a dramatic effect to every character that she portrays. It's 
like she becomes that character nandita has that childlike innocence and the curiosity that connects with each child and her style is very natural it flows seamlessly and when it comes to me i am playing a few characters and i am uh, doing it in a very playful and fun way with expressions the fusion of it is magical and i'm sure on the 26th of october we are there to enthrall each one each one be it a child or an adult so be ready yes punam we are really looking forward to this amalgamation of story styles as my very last question what do you want to say to our kids stream audience what can they look forward to well ritu i would like to take this question we would like to say come with ready brains and quick wit to answer our riddles and also bring your best riddles to boggle us and before ending this conversation ritu i would like to ask you a riddle by the famous poet amir khusro are you ready yes i love riddles ek kahani main kahu tu sun le mere poot bina paron ke ud gayi wo bandh gale mein soot for the benefit of the international audience i'll just translate this also one story i will say you listen my son without wings it flew tying a thread around her neck mm i was thinking of time but then thread around the neck can't be time i give up what's it it is patang kite which we fly on makar sankranti oh i should have guessed that what fun it is to solve riddles thank you so much team birbal and tactful tenali for talking to us on story walk podcast all the very best for the big day thank you so much ritu and dear listeners i'm booking my seat in the court of akbar and krishna dev rai for these exciting stories hope you are too come let's sit together stories we will share no matter what the distance though we are here and you are there stories after the witty stories let's move on to science and technology another area that fascinates kids and when the narration is in story form it's extremely enthralling in the segment story flexion we hear steam stories about echo thunder rainbows and also someone who got a nobel prize for his work on light waves yes i'm talking about cv raman the next segment has two parts in the first we have tales from east as well as west russia in this segment moon girl you will also learn about the strength and the courage of a young orphan girl want to get your taste buds tickled the second part a feast of stories will just do that the storytellers will take viewers on a journey with their sweet and sour tales from asia and we all know that stories have been considered as a way to impart wisdom hitopadesh is the segment 
with the tellers will sift through wisdom stories and their significance in the present times. Who doesn't like trickster stories? The kids' stream of the Feast Fest has a segment dedicated to these that leave the kids riveted. And the last day of the fest is packed with stories about ghosts, skeletons and strange doings. For it's Halloween. So isn't kids' stream very interesting? It's a feast. Dear listeners, if you haven't booked your ticket yet, please do so as soon as possible. Stay tuned for what's in store for Fest's adult stream now. But before we do that, relish a story from yet another producer of the Story Walk podcast, Rituparna Ghosh. The Legend of Gwash Brari, the Glacier-Hearted Queen Long ago, when the world was young, Kashmir looked very different from what it is known today. The mighty Westerwan stood as the king of all mountains higher than the other hills below. Westerwan lifted his lofty head to touch the sky above. During the summer months, when the clouds wrapped themselves around his shoulders, Westerwan stood all alone, surrounded by his growing pride and dignity. So high was his pride that even when the clouds wafted away, he continued to turn his gaze away from the beautiful valley at his feet. Harmuk, Nanga Parbat and the other hills stood in the vast circle around Westerwan, like courtiers waiting on their king. Westerwan paid no heed to them. And so when the summer clouds rested on the king as a royal robe, the other hills spoke bitter, envious and spiteful words for their king. Oh, just look at him. He knows he is way above us. Who made him king anyway? Only the beautiful gouache brari remained cold and glistening with her silence. Washbrari was full of herself. Her beauty, her serenity, her splendor filled her with a sense of pride and a vicious sense of superiority. When the other hills grumbled in envy and wrath, Washbrari gave them a contemptuous smile. <laughs> Why are you wrangling? Westerwan is proud of his greatness, but he is, after all, just another mountain. The stars in the sky make his crown, but his feet are here, just as all of us. He and us are made of the same stuff. There is more of it, that is all. Can't you see? He is full of himself. He behaves, he's the king towering above us all, said the hills. Brari let out a sinister laugh. Oh, you poor blind fools! The star-crowned Westerwan, for all his loftiness, is no king to me. For it is I who is his queen.
Now it was the turn of the hills to laugh out loud, for everyone knew that Gwashbrari was the lowest of them all. Gwashbrari waited for their laughter to echo through the valley and die down. She waited for her turn to speak, and when she did, she said in a cold, passionless voice, Wait and watch. Before tomorrow's sunrise, great Westerwan shall be my slave. Once again, the mighty hills roared with scornful laughter. The glacier-hearted beauty continued to ignore them. Every once in a while, a slight avalanche from her sides let out a puff of white smoke. As she continued to dwell in her own beauty and charisma. As the day rolled by, the setting sun sent a cool breeze rippling through the valley. Gwashbrari's face flushed into life. Her beautiful slopes swelled with passion. Transformed, glorified, she radiated an enigmatic energy through the fast darkening night. Westerwan noticed a rosy radiance coming from the east. He turned his gaze and, oh, Quash Rari's perfect beauty left him transfixed. His senses were awakened. He was curious and almost awestruck by this beauty who lay at his feet in a world that he despised so much. Who was she? Is she for real or a trick? Of his imagination. The sun sunk lower. Gwashbrari's face radiated in the orange sky, and it looked as if she blushed under Westerwan's gaze. Westerwan was consumed by passion, a longing for a union with his beauty. He could control himself no more. He burst out in passion. Oh, Gwashbrari, kiss me! Or I will die. Westerwan's passionate cry echoed through the hills. A hush swept across the valley while the startled peaks waited in anticipation. Gwashbrari smiled in triumph. And yet she blushed a little bit more. How can I, O oh great king? I am just a small hillock. How can I reach up to your star-crowned face? Oh, my king, you are way beyond my reach. Western one went wild with passion. He let out a louder cry. Oh, don't say that. I love you. Kiss me or I will die. The glacier-hearted beauty moaned softly. You love me? You won't stoop for me, will you? Oh, I'm sure you won't bend your proud head to kiss my lips and seek the kiss that I cannot choose but give. Western one turned, lured by Gwash Brari's words. The monarch of the mountains forgot about the earth, the sky, the stars, the clouds. He stooped lower and closer, closer and lower to touch her radiant beauty. The sun dipped its head and with it 
the rosy blush faded from Quashbrari's fair face, leaving it cold as ice, pitiless as death. The stars gleamed in the pale sky as they watched the mighty Westerwan lay at Quashbrari's feet, decrowned forever. And that is why the great Westerwan stretched his long length across the valley of Kashmir, resting his once lofty head at the feet of the glacier heart of Queen Gwashbrari. What a lovely story. Thanks a lot, Rituparna. Well, in comparison to the kids' stream, the adult stream includes more complex stories. It's also highly recommended for teens though some programs do have content advisory. We'll kick off week two with the segment Story Meets Dance. This is a rendition that is a unique blend of oral storytelling with an Indian classical dance form, Bharatanatyam. Next up, join the tellers as they share stories from personal travel experiences. The joyous moments, the mishaps and the confusion. In Encounter Asia, you're bound to feel, Aha, that happened to me too. Experience the adrenaline rush in the segment, Wild Tales of Macabre, where the stories are from the spookiest corners of India. And after the blood-curdling experience, it's time for the stories from the Red Dot. Yes, it's stories from Singapore. The five Singaporean tellers will help viewers understand the changes and also the resistance in the post-independent Singapore. Then we'll head back to Spooky Tales with Betwixt and Between. It's a fascinating fabric of ghost stories spanning the Indian subcontinent all the way to Scotland. Next on the adult stories bandwagon, is an interesting session, Echoes of Silence, by Ram Tanu Trio. Who they are and what they have for our audience is something not to be told, but to be experienced. And then jumping into a bit of romance with Entangled and Entwined. During this segment, we'll travel to the winding path leading to the heart and taking stories of love and marriage. For the last day of the fest, which coincides with Halloween, Feast has invited some international friends to share their Halloween tales. Stories will connect us once they have begun. As we watch and listen, together we are one. I was lucky to touch base with Alton Chung, who not only shares a fantastic story in this segment, but also tells about his own life journey and healing process. Here's my conversation with Alton. Hello, Alton. Welcome to Story Walk. Oh, thank you so very much for inviting me here. It's a pleasure. You tell stories ranging from the Japanese-American experience of World War II to Hawaiian and Asian stories, which is indeed a wide range of stories. So, is there a common thread among them? Well, the common thread for me would just be uh, 
my passion, my interest, and my need. Uh, different clients and producers of events may want specific types of stories for their audiences, specific age range, or specific interests, or you know, even reflecting their values of the community. And I've kind of learned to be adaptable and tell a very a wide variety of stories. And over the years, I've built up a repertoire which is deep and broad. Uh, in fact, this past, uh, just <laughs> earlier this evening, I did a, a concert, which was I called a smorgasbord, in which I did uh, an Asian folktale, a ghost story, a tall tale, a historic story, and a Hawaiian legend. Um, you know, the whole point is to be able to delight the client and exceed their expectations. Yeah, a storyteller needs to be really adaptive in uh, performing for different audience and different varieties of stories. Uh, I heard that you also tell a lot of stories for healing, which I find intriguing. Could you share some insights and your experience telling them? I pay attention to my, my intuition. When I, one of the first storytelling festivals I ever went to, uh, I felt I just had this notion that I, I had to go and tell this story about my father and his lunch. My father grew up poor, and all he had was like dried fish and rice. That was his lunch. And the other kids were making fun of his lunch, saying, oh, stink fish, no one wants to eat that. And he didn't know whether to throw his lunch into the garbage and point at it and laugh with, with all, all the other boys. But he was hungry. That's all he had to eat. And, you know, that experience really shaped him as an adult. And he never let anyone criticize his lunch from then on. And he promised my mom that no matter what, their children are going to have enough money to buy a hot lunch whenever they want it. And I was, you know, the recipient of that. And even, you know, it, was, it wasn't even a full story. It was kind of a half story. It wasn't really fully baked. And the feature teller came up to me and says, yeah, that was kind of a, not even a complete story. It's kind of a half-baked story, la da But... After the performance, this woman came up to me with her son, and she said, my son is autistic. I got free tickets to come to the show tonight, and we watched all the other tellers. My son was just kind of wandering around, looking around, but as soon as you got up on stage and began telling that story, he zeroed in on you, and he paid attention to the entire story. I'd never seen him do that before. Thank you. And the next morning, you know, it was a two-day festival. Another woman came up to me and handed me these two cans, you know, unlabeled cans. She said, this is canned salmon. My boys caught the fish, we smoked it, we canned it ourselves. I'm a single parent. I brought up all four of my boys by myself. We know what it's like to go without food and to be hungry. You take this salmon home to your dad, just from us to you. That really touched me, allowed me to realize, no, I've got to pay attention to that. The, when I tell stories like that, deep stories, um, there are people out there that for whatever reason, need to hear that story. And I pay attention to the little intuition. It's I don't really heal anyone per se. But what I do do is I provide an easy, non-threatening way for them to go and hear this deep story and, and provide them an opportunity to explore their own difficult experiences safely. I mean, being able to face your own difficult experiences and name the issues allows people to begin their own healing journey. Now, as a teller, I need to face my own issues too. And whatever issues these deep stories bring up, I need to do my own personal process work to understand and embrace my own emotional reactions. I mean, when I can bring all those emotions up to the surface and hold them for the audience to have their own experience and easily switch to a new scene or a new character without breaking down, then I've done my work. 
If I break down on stage, the audience immediately switches. They pull out of the story and they go into caretaking mode, wondering if I'm going to be okay. If that happens, then I have not done my work and the story is not ready to be told. That's, uh, yeah, it's so true and must be very satisfying also to tell these healing stories and to be able to help people around you. I gather you have been involved with FEAST since the very beginning when the founder members first floated the idea at a meeting in Bangkok back in 2017. How do you think we are doing and what's your advice going forward? I feel that you've all done an amazing job. I mean, you've got annual conferences, you've got this podcast, your own festivals, you published books. I mean, this is incredible. I mean, congratulations and well done. Advice, you know, I would say, hey, continue to do what you're doing. Nurture the next generation. Keep the quality of the stories and the storytelling high, but allow the tellers to grow and flourish. And keep that innovative spark that you've got going. The only cautionary thing I would say is make sure that you don't burn out. You know, it's a lot of work to pull these things together and to maintain that quality and just be kind to yourself, you know. Don't get to the point where you fry out at the time. I mean, make rational financial decisions and allow things to grow and ripen organically. You know, build a very strong base, but keep striving to reach more people with story, which is exactly what you're doing. So, no, I congratulate you on this amazing thing. Thank you so much. Now with the Feast Fest 2021 coming up, you are performing on the last day of the fest, that is 31st of October, which is Halloween. It's not a big festival in Asia, though it's gaining popularity. Was it important to you as a kid? And when did you start telling the ghost stories? Well, Halloween for me growing up, was just the time to get free candy. I mean, you go to people's houses, strangers, and they, you know, it was safe. You could give candy. Not safe anymore, but back then it was. But I was actually really terrified of ghost stories. Uh, growing up, I refused to hear them because my imagination was so wild that I would start seeing things and be frightened of things moving in the dark, and I, I just didn't want to hear ghost stories. It wasn't until I began to become a storyteller as an adult that I realized that all these stories I was hearing as a as a kid, I wasn't hearing anymore. Hawaii is a strange little place in which, you know, I think the veil between the worlds is very thin. Everybody had ghost stories or they knew strange things that happened, but I wasn't hearing it anymore. I felt that the stories were disappearing. There was a man by the name of Dr. Glenn Grant who collected those strange stories from Hawaii over 30 years. And I spoke to him and I asked him about these stories and I was just, I was just becoming a storyteller then. And he said, well, why do you want to tell these ghost stories? And I thought there and looked, thought about it for a while. And I said, you know, I'm not hearing the stories I heard as a child. I want to go and preserve that slice of life that I remembered as a kid. That anxiety, the thrill of the ghost stories and things like that. All these stories that I just, you know, heard. And I wanted to go and preserve that and share that with people. Because that lifestyle, that slice of life is gone. It, it's not here anymore. And I wanted to show people, give people a glimpse of what it may have been like for me anyway, growing up. And that's what you are doing at the Feast Fest 2021. Can you set the scene for your story? What makes it suitable for an adult audience? The story I'm going to be telling, it's called Ghost Dog. And it's uh, supposedly a true story collected by a man by the name of Todd Cobb. And I have his permission to go and tell this story. 
I think it strikes at a, a universal chord. Just the whole idea between this world and the next and loyalty between and relationships between animals and people. And it has that eerie quality uh, and the fact that anyone who has ever had a relationship or had a pet or knows someone who had a pet animal, they know that there's a strange bond between the animal and the human. And this story pokes at that. It could happen anywhere at any time. And it's that possibility, that energy, that this could happen to you that gives it that chill and realism uh, that makes it appropriate for adults because it transcends cultures, it transcends belief, it comes down to more what happens to us when we die. No one really knows. And ghost stories are a way that we might be able to give us a clue as to what might actually happen to us. <laughs> I'm getting the shivers already. Thank you so much, Alton, for coming on the Story Walk podcast. And we are all looking forward to the adult stream and especially your performance. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so very much for allowing me to be on this podcast. And again, you guys are doing an amazing work. And everyone out there, please come to StoryFest. You won't be disappointed. And for all the listeners, I hope you have spooked your place. I mean, booked your place at the fest. If not, do it fast before it's too late. It's a feast. It's a fest. Story celebration. Dear listeners, after listening to all the wonderful segments in the different streams at the fest, you must be charged up to attend all the exciting programs and must be wanting to know about the past details. I'm delighted to have Mangalam Senthil, one of the volunteers from the ticketing team, on the podcast today, telling us about the passes and the process for registering for the fest. Welcome, Mangalam. Thanks, Ritu. We have tried to cater to a wide variety of possible audiences while keeping the ticketing simple. You see, the feast has just five different passes. So, for those who are the real story lovers, the full fest pass gives them access to everything in all three streams every single day and the total price is 55 Singapore dollars. Oh, that's wonderful. A full pass for the full fest is only 55 Singapore dollars. But Mangalam, what about those who have busy schedules and may not be able to fully utilize the pass? Ha. Feast has kept that in mind and that is why all the passes give you the option to view the session recordings throughout the month of November, giving the audience plenty of time to catch up on what they miss or to watch a favorite again and again. Excellent! That gives the audience a lot of flexibility, Mangalam. But you mentioned five types of passes. What are the others beside the full fest pass? So there's the kids stream pass, which
which gives parents the option to access just the kids programs it's for 30 singapore dollars for the kids stream of the entire fest wow that's so great i think the fact that uh, the pass allows the kids to watch the sessions throughout november makes it really attractive especially if they have a story they like and can watch it again and again likewise we also realized that there may be viewers who are only interested in the multilingual stream and who for language reasons may not want to access many programs so the multilingual stream pass is priced even cheaper it is only 10 singapore dollars wow isn't that wonderful i'm sure this kind of pricing certainly makes it easier for the audience so what are the other two kinds of passes apart from the three mentioned above we have two more kinds of passes these are for those who choose to view either week 1 or week 2 of the fest and these two are priced at 35 singapore dollars each so a tough choice basically but maybe there are people who really only want to catch the ramayana project in week 1 or get a fix of ghost stories in week 2 that's such a viewer friendly pricing indeed and also let me just remind our listeners that the prices mangalam mentioned are for non feast members and since the members get a good discount on the fest we at feast would recommend you to become a member and being a member comes with its own set of perks thanks mangalam and as a last thing could you please share where our listeners can go to find out more about purchasing their pass oh that's very easy simply go to feast-story.org and in that you will find all the feast fest details that's easy Thanks a lot Mangalam for taking time from your busy schedule and helping Story Walk listeners understand the pricing. Ah, you're most welcome. Just glad to be able to pitch in. So, what are you all waiting for? Book your passes right away. Thank you Story Walk listeners for all your love and encouragement. This is Ritu Vaish, your host, signing off. See you at the feast fest. It's a fest, story celebration. Time to tell you stories that are distinctly Asian. Come, let's sit together. Stories we will share, no matter what the distance. Though we are here and you are there, stories will connect us. Once they have begun as we watch and listen together we are one oh, it's a feast